The Free for All Roundtable. Round two. On round two, Jason Agnew is here, host of the trivia show and frequent host here as well on the morning show. Uh, Patrick Brown, mayor of Brampton, is here, and Kareem Assad, a Toronto lawyer. I actually wanted, for a change of pace, I wanted to ask you folks for your reaction. Uh, Nick Mayorana, throw in the police officer talking about this um, accident last night, which wasn't really an accident. It was carelessness, and it was fatal. A woman crossing on a crosswalk with a green light. I have listeners keep saying, well, you know, crosswalks are dangerous. Not everybody notices the flashing lights. No, she was walking across the street in a green light on a crosswalk, gets run over by a turning truck. And the advice from the police officer was, well, you know, you got to watch out. The advice I would give is even if you have the right of way, always have a look around before you cross. At any time, uh, everybody has to pay attention, the drivers and pedestrians alike. And I had somebody, Karima, text in and say, well, you know, motorists have got to be on the lookout. I thought, okay, do you stop at the at the stop line at a green light because you're so afraid that somebody's going to broadside you? I just, I think the attitude about pedestrians is, well, you know, look out for yourself. Yeah, that's not really uh, inspiring from the police officer. As a practical matter, yes. If you are the pedestrian, you don't have the benefit of two tons of steel and metal um, to protect you and you're at risk. So myself, yeah, I, I try to have good situational awareness, be aware of my surroundings. But obviously, the real problem here seems to be uh, the motorists. And when from police, we get this statement that could be construed as a form of victim blaming, even if it isn't bad advice, uh, it just it sends a bit of an uncomfortable message. Yeah, Patrick Brown, we're about 100 years into the launch of a campaign that invented the notion of jaywalking. And the, 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 the object of that campaign was to put the burden on pedestrians every time pedestrians got into trouble in traffic rather than blaming bad motorists. Yeah, and I think you should blame bad motorists. Yeah, I, I remember when you take your driver's test, it's a long time ago now for me, but you know, you're supposed to put um, pedestrians first. Pedestrian safety is supposed to be paramount. And so a reckless driver is a reckless driver, and you know that's where the blame should be. Jason Agnew, your thoughts? Yeah, the sentiment is correct. It's just absolutely the wrong time to make <laughs> that point for this particular scenario. Okay, what do we make of, uh, and I'll start with you on this one, Jason, uh, Toronto District School Board looking at banning cell phones in the classroom. Good move? I, I can't, I don't know what it would like to be in a classroom right now, John. I mean, because cell phones are so much a part of students' lives. Um, but, and I feel like if it was banned, there would be a lot less distractions going on. And in reading through that article, you know, teachers do have a tough time because a student could just say, well, I'm using it to look something up. It's for the class, blah, blah, blah. We know it's not. But unless there's a hard stance put in place, um, then they can kind of get away with that. Banning cell phones is a tough go though at this point with how dependent not only students but how dependent everyone is on them well and patrick brown i think it's about creating a peaceable concentrated classroom and also it sort of imposes a degree of rigor or discipline on kids you can spend a little time off your phone yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. Banned cell phones, they are a distraction. Uh, you can have it at lunch break. You can have it at, at recess uh, um, if you need to touch in with, you know, uh, parents. But, uh, you know, in that learning environment, it is absolutely a distraction. Karima said. Yeah, um, I think that 
there's probably a fair bit of research on this and best practices that can and should guide policies because when it's done um, in a piecemeal approach and it's left up to the individual teacher, that puts a lot of pressure on them, um, especially considering some of the sensitive information a cell phone may contain, the fact that it's a valuable item to confiscate it may not be an easy option, so a blanket ban. But uh, as everyone has pointed out, um, you know, there the use of cell phone as an educational tool that has to be balanced and uh, something else, I guess, put in place. Last night was the first night of Hanukkah. So at a lot of uh, city halls, I'd imagine they were lighting up the menorah. I'll start with Patrick Brown, since you spend a lot of time at a city hall as mayor of Brampton. Uh, Calgary's mayor did not participate in the menorah lighting because she felt that the event was being turned into an Israeli rally. What do you say? I think that's a mistake. Uh, I think it's important to celebrate with all our faith communities, particularly at a time like right right now, where there, I think there's a lot of um, uh, concern of of hate going in every direction. And I think whether there was a um, a gathering of any faith community, um, that the mayor should be there to show support and solidarity. Okay. Well, let's flip this on its head then. Karima said, if there were a Muslim event and people were starting to turn that into something about Gaza and the Palestinians, I think people would be very upset. Yeah, the issue here and the mistake here in my mind is that advertising for this event uh, explicitly said support Israel. And uh, that by its nature turns it into a a political and the political and the cultural um, in this particular conflict very easy to conflate and sometimes deliberately conflated. Uh, And I I think that as politicians, you know, a, a bit of wherewithal is is not a bad thing. Jason Agnew, something that makes me ill at ease at times ever since the 7th of October, of course, people support Israel's right to defend itself, but not everything the Israeli defense forces are doing. And there seem to be a series of public tests that are done. And if you don't pass them, then you must, you know, you must absolutely have a problem with Israel or a problem with Jews. Yeah, I, I've read through this, and I'd like to know a little bit more about the event. I've seen this transpire, as you know, John. I mean, I do Halton News every day, and there was a, there was a situation like this in Halton where there was a public safety rally, as it was advertised, and the police chief was supposed to be there. We sent a reporter. Well, upon getting there, we found out that's not exactly what this was. It was there was a complete right wing agenda to this. It was uh, protesters, and police got wind of this beforehand did not send the police chief in because of that. So I'm wondering what was actually behind this. These things can be disguised. We saw the mayor bail out. We also saw a few councillors uh, say they would not be attending as well. So it seems a little suspicious. What do we make of this mailer um, from the Toronto Police Association? So it's a union thing, uh, but it's a series of factoids about how apparently um, crime is up, police response time is down. We don't have enough police officers. Now, unions welcome to argue this stuff. But uh, Jason, I'll start with you on this one. Um, There's always an aspect to this or when paramedics say that uh, we need more paramedics. There's an aspect that we're all going to die if we don't do this for them. 
<laughs> it's yeah, slightly uh, you know shocking. Uh, they they want those headlines out there, and I, I think that there there's not enough is a common sentiment with any particular organization at this point. There's not enough labor in order to get this done, and we're seeing this in every aspect of life. Uh, Patrick Brown, of course, you have another police force altogether, but uh, you know unions will always say we're ill served and we're in danger. I. I think right now that is a legitimate comment, though. Like in Peel, we just passed the largest increase in our police budget in our history with 135 new officers and 76 new civilian staff. The reason for that is it's a fact. Auto thefts and break-ins are up almost double uh, uh, across the country. You look at our, our 911 centers. We have wait times that we've never had before in big cities because now 43% of calls to 911 are misuse calls, butt dials, or people calling for inappropriate reasons. And so the system is being tested right now. Um, Talk to anyone in any neighborhood. They know someone who's had a car stolen or a house broken in. We do need to respond to this. Um, Crime is changing in Canada. Auto thefts is now the third largest revenue tool for organized crime. If we don't attack it at its root causes, it's only going to grow. Karima Sad, you know, a union's always going to say, as Patrick Brown said, that they need more members. We need more workers. Do you think we need more cops? Well, I think um, just based on what I see going through the criminal justice system, um, there needs to be sort of thinking about how resources are allocated, what matters are pursued, deemed worthy of pursuit, um, because those choices affect what's available um, to do other investigations. I can see from the mailer, obviously, they didn't spend the money on a graphic designer. Um, <laughs> so there's some savings that's that's happening. But, you know, it, I, I, yeah, it's self-serving. And I think that more scrutiny is required, uh, especially when it comes to TPS and where they are putting their efforts and energy. What do we make of a Taylor Swift fan discovering that two nights in a Vancouver hotel when Taylor Swift is in Vancouver, two nights at a day's inn will cost $3,716. Now, this story originated in Vancouver. We should be doing a search here in Toronto to see if the same thing is happening. But I guess uh, Patrick Brown, some people will say, hey, free market. Lots of people want those rooms. You can charge what you want. Yeah, it, it is a free market. I have to say, I, I continue to be shocked by the craze around this, the absolute uh, massive interest in tickets and uh, and to be part of this. So um, it, it's, it's something else. Uh, Jason Agnew, a lot of families are going to look at this and think, we're going to have to do an overnighter. I mean, not an overnighter, we're going to have to do a runaway. We simply can't afford that. Yeah, it, that's a huge expense. But on the other end, I'm considering Airbnb being my house uh, in November of next year when she's here. Yeah. You know what? We should, Joe Cristiano, do a quick search uh, comparing the dates for Toronto and see what uh, hotels are already charging for that. Kareem Asad, uh, a friend of mine would say, smoke them if you got them. You know, charge what you want. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that, that's the basic premise of free market. Um, and, you know, hotel rooms are one such item that, that can be bid in that way. I think that there is a decent chance that the sort of Taylor Swift community that surrounds her, um, that there it will end up being some sort of underground or 
um, room sharing or something. Um, it was alluded to in the CBC article and just the way that forums work nowadays, it wouldn't surprise me if people came through for one another in that way. A group of tourists in a gondola in Venice re- uh, resisted an order to sit down. They were trying to take some selfies. They ended up capsizing their gondola and taking the gondolier with them. Jason Agnew, I guess people would say it's an object lesson in vanity. I feel bad for the gondolier in this case. People are ridiculous when it comes to photos. Uh, My lovely lady and I travel all the time and see this happen over and over again. You see these videos, everyone wants that perfect selfie, and they don't take safety into account a lot of time. And unfortunately, this guy who's just trying to make a good buck here falls in with them. I'd be furious if I was him. wonder if he was singing. Uh, Karima said, you do a lot of social media. I guess you got to watch out when you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Again, situational awareness is maybe the theme of the day. Um, I've capsized in a canoe, but that was due to poor navigation um, and not a selfie. And it's an unpleasant learning experience. So I hope these tourists uh, take away a lesson. I hope their phones are wrecked, too. Yes. Uh, I, too, have capsized in a canoe, Karima, and it was on the Don River. So you can imagine I I wanted to go get scrubbed down with acid. (laughs) Thank you all. Good to have you. Jason Agnew, Patrick Brown, and Karima Sad. Catch the roundtable, round one at 745, round two at 845. Weekday mornings on More in the Morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.